Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to Love and Light. I'm your girl, Sienna. And this is just another one of those unfiltered stream of conscious episodes. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you've stumbled upon this podcast or you actually went looking for it, I appreciate you here either way. I have done this once before and I'm doing it again. I just kind of brain dump to you all. And so, you know, I say that I want this podcast to be building a community of authenticity where people feel encouraged and empowered and emboldened in their most authentic selves and in their most authentic truth. And so a way for me to do that, for me to exemplify that, I guess, um, is to be vulnerable and to be authentic and not to say that like my produced content isn't authentic, right? I think about the things that I say, but I also stand by them in those moments. Um, and I make that caveat of in those moments because I do see this podcast being a long-term thing. This is a passion project of mine. And so with that, you know, I started this at 22 and I don't expect to hold the same views my entire life. And so something that I said in season one or season two may not be true in season 15, but it was true for that version of me. And so I like to, I guess, make that clarification because we all grow and change and evolve and being authentic doesn't mean being stagnant or doesn't mean being the same or honestly even being consistent and I'm I was hesitant to say that because I think consistency is so undervalued um and so underdone in so many things and people are nuanced and multifaceted and that's beautiful and that's okay and also if someone's consistently inconsistent which like the oxymoron of that um then that's a flag for me, right? If there are certain parts of you in which you're inconsistent, I note that because I think it's a character flaw. Um, and maybe that's a podcast for another day. But hi, how are you? Happy March, because I will most likely be publishing this March 1st. Pisces season has begun. So I'm hoping, I'm pretty positive that we are all feeling all of the feelings, right? We are the end of the zodiac sign. If you don't know me, my name is Sienna and I'm a Pisces uh, through and through. <laughs> if you haven't been able to piece it together by now. Um, and I love being a Pisces. I used to hate it for so long. And let me say, like, I say I'm a Pisces because I am, right? And I know my zodiac sign. Um, I do not know much about astrology. It is not a hill I would die on, but it is just a fun way for me to connect with people and for me to, you know, gain introspection into myself. Not to say that I take everything in astrology as fact, but that I take it as a jumping off point, um, for me to kind of self-assess, do I think this is true about me? Yes or no? In what scenarios, right? All of those things. So it's just a tool as is like all things in life. Um, but all of that to say that all of the emotions happen in Pisces season. Pisces is the end of the zodiac sign. And so, or sorry, the end, the last zodiac sign. I like, I'm out of it, y'all. But Pisces are the end of the zodiac chart. 
they're the last zodiac sign and so we are notorious for being hyper emotional we're a water sign so we're constantly like flowing we're very indecisive um, and we're very emotional and very in tune with our emotions and I used to hate that about myself <laughs> like two weeks ago um no not exactly two weeks ago but it was something that I was literally crying on the phone about which uh, is honestly just where I was at um I was talking to this guy hey if you're listening I'm honestly shocked if you are but hey if you are uh I was talking to this guy and I just started crying because I wish that I didn't care so much like about a majority of things I just am such an intense person and I don't even know if I think that's true anymore but I feel so intensely right and I dislike that about myself for so long for so many reasons because I felt like I was always the intense person the like critical thought deep emotion like heart to heart person and I was never the fun person I was never the person that people could just be light with or be surface level and be fun with and I don't think that being surface level is bad and I don't think that being surface level is the only way to have fun by any means but it just bothered me that like even in moments where I could see people like letting things roll off their back or just not be so invested in things that I could acknowledge really weren't that deep in the grand scheme of life I still felt so deeply about them even if I didn't want to and Honestly, this conversation was probably like a month ago, about a month ago, maybe a little bit more. But I was just crying <laughs> because I was so over it and I was so over myself. And I was like, wow, I wish this didn't bother me. Like, I just I wish I wasn't like this because this is something that I've disliked about myself for so long. And, you know, I've always not always, but in my like teen to current day, I have consistently said that vulnerability is both my superpower and my fatal flaw. Um, you know, it is my greatest strength and my biggest weakness because it's the way that I connect with people. I think it's the part of me that is magnetic to a lot of people. It is the part of me that attracts me to a lot of people when I feel like we're on an equal frequency or vibe or level or when I feel like they really need an outlet for that I feel very called to like pull that out of them and so I'm not necessarily arguing whether that's good or bad you can make your own judgment for that I'm just saying that's my experience and so it's been something that I've been working on a lot I think just in terms of self-love but also self-acceptance because those are two different things and I don't think that's spoken about enough and I don't know how long I'm going to ramble on for today for this episode or on this topic right now uh so just bear with me grab some water be hydrated or a wine you know Jesus's first miracle was turning water into wine so go off uh <laughs> who am i i'm delirious it's fine it's fine you all love me for it um or you don't and that's okay too i still have love for you and that could put me on a whole other tangent i'm actually all over the place my lord i appreciate you for listening to this i hope that it is entertaining and insightful and a bright spot if nothing else um 
but <sighs> what was I even going to say, friends? I was talking about self-love and self-acceptance. That's where she was. Uh-huh. You see? Just give me a second. I got there. I got there. But I think that it's not spoken about enough because everyone preaches self-love, myself included. And it's so important. I stand by it. Like, you deserve your love. You deserve your energy. You deserve your tenderness and your care and your accountability and your actions and your follow through and your discipline because all of those things are labors of love and also it's okay if you're not there yet it's okay if you don't absolutely adore yourself it's okay if you're not enamored with yourself yet you will get there i believe in you if you want to get there you will and self-acceptance it's okay to just accept the things about yourself that are right it's a it's okay to just accept that you are the way you are and I don't mean that in a way of like accept being stagnant what I mean is there can be parts of yourself that you want to change and you can accept that they are your current reality and you can want to change them right but accepting yourself as you are, I think, is a very important and crucial step because loving yourself is a consequence of self-acceptance, in my opinion. Accepting that you are the way you are is the first step in actively not disliking yourself. And I think that's the step that people overlook because they'll be like, oh, you know, don't self-deprecate. Don't put yourself down in front of others or in general you know, don't speak negative words over yourself or your life. And that's true. And the step in between going from disliking yourself or actively disliking certain parts of yourself to actively loving all of you is that you have to accept yourself for who you are. And acceptance doesn't mean praise. It doesn't mean that you are exempt from accountability it doesn't mean that you're exempt from your own critique right you should never be exempt from your own critique because i think the parts of yourself that you critique are the parts of yourself that need the most nurturing that need the most love and tenderness so that they can grow and i always maybe i don't speak about it enough but when i say love i never mean just the emotion because i believe that you need to love in action, right? I think love is both an emotion and a choice, right? The feeling is inherent, but the actions are by are a choice, right? And you choose to perform those actions day in and day out. And that comes for any sort of relationship, whether it's yourself, romantic, familial, professional, etc. You make a choice to show up for love in a variety of ways. Um and so yeah i just wanted to say that because it's been on my mind um i forgot where i was going with that but since we're talking about love where did february go february i like closed my eyes and february was gone like how are we in march march was quite literally yesterday and somehow also today i'm confused um it was a crazy month for me i'll be honest i was not checking in with people as much as I should or as much as I wanted to. Um, 
like I said, I was talking to this guy and February is supposed to be a month of love, right? It's Valentine's Day and there's the same way that like all holidays are now actually not a day because you start decorating the first of the month and chocolate and hearts were in all the stores from like January 5th. Sincerely, I started seeing Valentine's Day decorations and I was like, wow, like New Year's Eve isn't even done. Can we relax? But, you know, capitalism. So it's fine. <laughs> wow. Y'all are really just getting an insight into like how my brain works and the stream of conscious. So I hope that it is something positive for you. But yeah, I think about February and it's actually insane. Um, I am recording this on February 28th, right? And I think the fact that February ended on a Sunday is real symbolic because weekends are a myth and Sunday is the most conflicting day in the weekend because it's supposed to be a day of rest. And then also you think like, wow, Monday's tomorrow. And so you have these two, like, it's still the weekend, but also I have work tomorrow. Those are very like contradictory feelings, at least for me. Um, and so the fact that February ended on a Sunday is symbolic of how my February went because I was and am just full of so much love and emotion and just like a lot for everyone in my life. Um, and also your girl got played again. Or let me frame it so that it's my accountability. Your girl played herself no that's really not what it is maybe it is i don't know your girl had to adjust a situation i don't know okay um long story short i was talking to someone who i love and i had to stop talking to that person because they were not loving me in action um and i'll leave it at that and so it was really sad because I love them, right? And I say that, and maybe that sounds weird. And again, tangent, uh, I feel like a lot of people think that you have to hate your ex or that you like have to want nothing to do with them. And that serves its purpose. And if that is how you need to operate, kudos to you for that self-awareness that is not how I need to operate. Um, I love all of my exes sincerely. Um, even if they did me dirty, no matter how they did me dirty, I have love for who they were when we were together and the way in which I experienced them and the way in which they brought me joy because I have never stayed in a situation that did not bring me joy even while it was bringing me pain um, to call a thing a thing, right? I am the epitome of a hopeful romantic, not hopeless. Uh, I am the epitome of a hopeful romantic. And so I step out on faith and I lead on faith in almost every aspect of my life. And I did that with this person and I have no regrets. I love the memories that we made. I love the way that I felt about myself when in community with them. I love the way that they made me feel. All of those things. Um, and also in 
shifting that dynamic and ending that relationship as it existed um, in a romantic sense. It was a lot and it was sad because it's, can we just be real, real right now? Um, uh, and I like don't want to cry, but it's no fun to not feel chosen. Even when you choose yourself, even when you know your worth, even when you know you're great, it's no fun to not feel chosen. And that was such a learning moment for me this month was I actively chose myself and I was so proud of myself for doing that. Not was, I am. I am so proud of myself for doing that. And also it was a weird feeling to also navigate like they didn't choose me and I don't know that's this is not therapy but I will be very vulnerable and say I don't feel like I've really had that experience of feeling chosen by someone above all else and of course right like I am giving that to myself now and it is sincerely beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful feeling to choose myself every day. And it's hard. <laughs> it's a lot of work, y'all. Um, not even just in romantic relationships, but like with family and conflicts and adulting in general and work-life balance. It's there's a lot of guilt, I think, that's ingrained in us from toxic relationships to like capitalist views of productivity and work-life balance that teaches us that choosing ourselves is inherently wrong because it's selfish. And I don't think, one, that selfish has to inherently be a bad thing. But beyond that, there's this idea that self-sacrifice is the epitome of love and i subscribe to that ideology for so long and i'm actively and constantly unlearning it because what i now believe is that self-love and choosing myself over everything else is actually the greatest labor of love that i could give to anyone in my orbit or around me because if i I'm pouring into myself before I'm pouring into anyone else. One, I am telling myself and teaching myself every day that I come first. And that doesn't mean that other people don't matter. It means that I am my own priority. And because I am treating myself as such, I can show up for others in the best version of myself. And let's call a thing a thing no one is the best version of themselves a hundred percent of the time because life is nuanced and if we were all consistently the exact same person day in and day out life would be real boring um and that's not what it is right you want to live a beautifully messy life you want to have fun and you want to laugh and you want to cry and you maybe you don't want to cry but you should cry and i just I want to laugh and I want to cry and I want to scream and dance and love and lust and socialize and be sensual and progress and live out my purpose. Like I want to do all of the things because 
my life is just a scrapbook of all of my favorite moments um and all of them let me not even say that it's my life is a scrapbook of all of the most impactful moments and what i'm learning day in and day out is that the moments that i never considered impactful in the moment in hindsight have actually been have actually been foundational and transformative and there's so much power in that I could actually ramble forever and I don't want to, but I will talk for a little bit longer and say today was a great day. February was a beautifully messy month full of love and reconnecting and disconnecting and heartbreak and heartwarming actions on my behalf and family and community and just so much and I think at the core of February was endings and beginnings and I actually wrote this down I have a journal next to me that says collect beautiful moments and I do um and I haven't brain dumped in a while but I want to read it where did I read it where did I write it I wrote the date right two twenty-eight twenty-one. What a way to end the month. I bought a car. Pew, 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 pew. I want to like insert horns and I'm not going to do that because this will probably be the one of, if not the rawest uh, clip that y'all are getting. I really don't want to produce this episode. I just want to show up and see if anyone can relate to my thought process or allow it to just be the background to your morning and see if anyone else uh, can resonate with these ideas. But yeah, I bought a car that's like a big girl purchase um, and not necessarily because of that, but it is a huge marker. I say a new chapter of life begins now and it is and it's not because of the car. The car is symbolic of like a lot of change that's been happening in my life, right? I'm living at home and I haven't lived in a place without knowing my expiration date in so long. Um, I grew up between Florida and New York. And so for Florida, I always knew that at some point my mom wanted to move back to New York and I loved New York. And so I didn't know when, but I knew that I was going to move. Um, and then we moved to New York. And then in middle school, I applied to boarding school. And so I knew that I was going to be moving to Jersey for boarding school. And then in boarding school, obviously it's high school. So I knew that I was going to be going away for college. I moved to LA for college. I knew that at the end of those four years, I was coming back home. And now I'm home in New York. And I don't know what's next. I don't know when next comes. And I think getting a car really signifies like I'm setting up roots to a certain extent in a way that I haven't done in a really, really long time. And that's a new chapter for me. And I'm a person that is always in transition and I love to be transient and nomadic and travel and all of those things. But I've been craving having a home base and putting down roots for my entire life and I'm so so excited for when I get my first apartment and when I get my first house but I don't want to live in the I'm so excited for 
when I'm currently in something that I've prayed for so long about. And so I'm really just enjoying that I have a home base, that I have home roots, that I have a job that I sincerely enjoy, that I'm doing work that I stand by, that I am involving myself and investing in communities that mean a lot to me. And so a car is just like a symbol of freedom. And I know that so many people get their first car at like 15 and 16, and maybe it's not a huge deal to anyone else, but it's a huge deal to me. So like celebrate with me, please. Um, and yeah, I got the car and it was just something that made me so happy. And now I get to go into March and 23 really with a new level of independence, right? A full-time employed working woman with her own reliable form of transportation. That is monumental in my life. That is a milestone. And I sincerely believe it has the capacity to do like an insurmountable amount of good for me if I choose to do so. Um, and so I'm so excited for waking up and being able to drive to the gym and do morning workouts because I love working out in the morning. I am not a morning person. So going to the gym wakes my ass up, right? Sorry for cursing, uh, but it wakes me up. It gives me endorphins. It gets me out of bed, quite literally. It it allows me to start my day doing something purely for myself, right? I don't go to the gym to help my family. I don't go to the gym to solve a friend's problem. I don't go to the gym to be more productive at work. I go to the gym for Sienna as a human. And there is so much power in doing something purely for yourself first thing when you wake up. And I stand by that. And so I'm so excited to be able to do that now because there was no barrier yet or because there is no barrier. Yes, I could work out at home and I did do that and I have been doing that for a while and I prefer going to the gym. And so now that I can do that, I'm just excited. I'm excited to drive on the weekend. I'm excited to not need to ask my dad what his plans are because I have my own car. Like I'm just, I'm so excited. Um, and when I think about February, it felt like the end of so many things that I didn't realize, but the very cliche saying goes, every end is a hidden beginning. Um, don't hate me for saying it. Wow. This is now 30 minutes. Y'all, when I say I have the gift of gab, it's not a joke. I don't even know what I want to tell y'all anymore at this point. I just want to let you know that you are loved. Um, I watched to all the boys I've loved before the like third one. I forget what the name of the third one is, but y'all know it. Um, and so in a very like rom-com cheesy Sienna, why would you, but also you're Sienna. So you would weigh if any of my exes and I mean relationships, situationships, random tinder matches where we never actually met but somehow we still follow each other on social media relationships hi how you doing i love you i have no negative feelings towards you i love you i hope you're doing well to everyone who i've never been in a romantic relationship with 
I love you. I appreciate you for being here. If you have never met me and are listening to Love and Light and are supporting me, I love you. I appreciate you. And I hope that y'all feel that way about yourselves. I said I had nothing else to say, but I have a couple seconds left before it turns to 30 minutes. And so I'm going to try and wrap this up literally in the next 40 minutes, 40 seconds. Wow. Okay. Um, I believe that saying I love you will always maintain its power. I am not one of those people who believes that the more you say something, the less true it becomes. I would argue that the more you say something and the more you pour into others and you pour into self, you're simply magnifying that power. And so if you are hearing my voice right now, I love you. You are loved. You are important. You matter. I hope you have a phenomenal, phenomenal day, week, life, month. And in these last eight seconds, I will say thank you so much for listening. Welcome to a glimpse of my beautifully chaotic mind.